Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this editorial podcast with your host, Justin Ashley, Director of IEP Compliance. Man, oh man, has this been a week. And it's only Tuesday, so that's where I'm at right now. Got my Starbucks coffee. Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy. That's my third one for the day. And it is 8.41 in the morning. It's been a very stressful month. We had our ADE audit. The results are pending. We did get our preschool files back. We're still waiting on our K through 12. There were very issue, various issues, but we're gonna tackle them head on. We're gonna develop training for more appropriate IEPs, especially when it comes to the development. Good old November. I hope we're ready for our Thanksgiving break. I know I am really excited about that food and all the desserts because I have a major sweet tooth so I plan on eating a whole bunch of pumpkin pie possibly pecan pie with you know a scoop of ice cream because why wouldn't you do that it's like the best thing in the world so let's get into it welcome to our podcast our what our podcast the Mesa Public Schools special education speditorial podcast this will be like reading a newspaper, but you're not reading a newspaper because you're just listening. Listening to you drop some jokes <laughs> and drop some knowledge. This will be entertainment for your ears. Now, how was that for an intro? Nailed it. And we're back. Whew. Okay, we're getting into it, okay? Um, I'm also wearing glasses today. Uh, my eyes have been going a little crazy. I think it's because I'm looking at screens too often. Uh, and Lindsay Massey said, these are my geriatric glasses. Why are you, why are you so old? You know what, I'm gonna lean into it. I'm gonna lean in to my geriatric demeanor. Is that an appropriate word? It is now. So I'm gonna lean into this, leaning in. Okay, let's get to the questions. With yours truly, the top five. Boom. <laughs> Question five, where do I put progress on IEP goals? So I think this question was in relation to last year before we did our platform change in Synergy where there was a specific section on progress on IEP goals. We removed it, we removed that section. It, was, uh, it wasn't needed in the IEP because you're already doing progress reports so why would you have to put that in the IEP as well? So we removed that, however, there is a caveat. If you are reusing a goal and you still wanna track that, you can put that in the plath, in the designated section. So it could be in an academic area, social emotional area, possibly a communication area. If you still wanna track the progress on that specific goal, you can put that in the plath. Everything else, if it's mastered or there is adequate progress made and you're not reusing the goal, just keep it in the progress report. Simple, simple like a pimple. Got it? Question four. And I'm getting a lot of questions on this and this also came back um, from our ADE audit that we're basically out of compliance with this and I recognize that and I think our whole team recognizes that as well is, what is SDI? So first and foremost, SDI is specially designed instruction. Specially designed instruction 
are or is teaching strategies that the educator plans on implementing when they're teaching a student a targeted skill. Remember that, skill-based. SDI is not the length of a class period. SDI is not a block. It is how long a teacher is teaching a specific skill to that student. There will be more training on this, I guarantee it. January 6th, Alyssa Gonzalez and I are doing mini PDs through the spring semester because there is going to be a change in synergy again. Um, it's because the drop-down menu in Synergy is basically accommodations. When I mean accommodations, I mean I've seen highlighting, I've seen small groups, I've seen multiple means of presentation, I've seen visual audio cues, but what are those? What are you specifically utilizing with those accommodations? Those aren't, it's not specially designed instruction, it's not a strategy. Get what I'm saying? There will be more, I promise. And we'll hopefully get you on the right track to develop a better, specially designed instruction um, area for your students. We can't change it now, obviously, because if we changed it now, there would be that weird GUID or coding language in IEPs that are in draft process, and we don't want to mess up anyone's IEP in the middle of the year. So that will be coming, and that will be mostly a summer project that T and I will handle. Question three. The standardized testing section looks odd because there are blank boxes. Can we remove the standardized testing section? No, we cannot remove it. However, if you do not have specific data with those uh, various standardized assessments, should check on who knew it first. Um, and if there's nothing there, on the right-hand side, it says print only, and there's check boxes for each test. If you don't have data for those tests, just uncheck it. Once they're unchecked, that information will not show up because you uncheck the print only box. Does that make sense? I hope so. It will clean up your IEPs a little bit. When I'm doing my audits, I'm seeing a lot of that and it sometimes can go on for two pages and it's, it looks not good. I don't think the parent would appreciate blank scores in there, so if you're not going to utilize it, just remove it. Simple. Question two, and I, I twitch a little when I get emails like this, because I've mentioned it quite a bit. It is in our user guides, it is in our tutorials, and it is in our videos. So when I get questions like this, it just makes me believe that you didn't look at any of it, which kind of sucks, but I'm gonna answer it. So how many transportation minutes do I put in under related services? Zero. You put zero in there. There shouldn't be any minutes under related services for transportation. When you're selecting specialized transportation, you'll pick from the drop down. It'll say transportation and in parentheses twice daily. 
then for the provider, it'll be the transportation provider, and then for the minutes, it'll be zero. Remember that, please, zero minutes. There shouldn't be anything in there. We found 471 students that had minutes in the transportation section, which if we did not find, would have affected the funding for a Medicaid expense report. Thank God for T, she found it. So I'll give her an applause because she found 471. That's all I can do is really just shake my head. But for our final question, and I really want to promote this, is where can I find guidance on various special education procedures such as evaluation procedures and transfer items and the IEP process? Great question. Last year, the director team, including me, got together and we revamped the implementation guidelines. Use it. It is on our special education website. It's there for you to utilize. Uh, T went ahead and made a table of contents, so when you click on the designated section that you're looking for information for, it'll bring you right to that section. It's a good tool. It's also a working document, so as we go through each school year, things are bound to change, right? Like, just think of COVID. Things were changing on a, on a constant pace, and we were just rolling with the punches and doing all that stuff. So if guidance changes from federal government or from ADE, we also have to change it. So if you can't find some specific procedure, one, you should look there because it's a great document to utilize. Two, if you have further questions, please feel free to reach out. We enjoy answering your questions, um, all of us. And um, some of you have really great questions that even the directors here haven't even thought of or processed yet. So we do appreciate those. So send those questions to us if you did not find it in the implementation guideline. Before I get into who won for the last question, um, I do just want to reiterate because we had a whole bunch of state reporting come up um, October till November. And um, it's, it's again, remember I said it's been kind of a crazy month. I've been kind of intertwined in all of those. So it has been a crazy month. I just want to say to teachers, if, You should not, not if, but you should not be opening IEPs in draft process just for the sake of opening an IEP, okay? To find the IEP that you're looking for, you could go to draft process and towards the top, it'll say current IEP box. You check that or click that and it'll populate. Or you go into historical and you go to the corresponding the folder and you'll find the IEP. I'm not sure why some teachers are opening the IEP still. I assure you it is blank because we wiped those IEPs out. So what is, these, what is this source of bewilderment? Can you help me out here? I hope you can. I don't know why they're there. Uh, Amy Anson gave me these. These are um, a kind of a gag gift and I love them. Um, but again, you should not be opening up the IEPs. It's just blank information. Nothing's in there. You should only be opening up an IEP when you're approaching a process, whether that's an initial, an evaluation, a reevaluation, or an annual review. Cool? Cool. We're all there. We all got it. 
So hopefully moving forward, we're not just opening up IEPs just for the sake of it. Okay, let's get into it. The question last time was, Mesa Public School Special Education Department was located in a what? It was A, train car, B, school bus, C, a house, or was it just at the Student Services Center? I think it would have been awesome if it was in a bus, like a working bus, like how fun would that be? I'd like to see the setup of that. I wonder if it would look like the office when they had that working day in the bus and they went to get pie. Speaking of pie, I'm hungry. Anyway, the question, or the answer, is a house. The house was on Hibbert in Maine, and it's no longer there. I tried to look it up. I did look it up. And it's lofts now. The lofts look really nice. So if you're looking for a loft, check out the ones on Hibbert in Maine. They look, look kind of dope. If I didn't move to Phoenix, I may have moved there. And the person who got that right was Wendy Person. She's from Lehigh. Congratulations. Your gift is on the way. Probably already have it by the time that this video came out. But congratulations. Appreciate you listening. I love it. I love when people listen. And I heard that I'm funny, but I also heard that I'm not funny. So take it or leave it. And for the next question is around December 2nd. December 2nd is what? It's Special Education Day. Woohoo! Okay? So this is what the question is. What does this day commemorate? What law was signed into effect? That's your question. So the fifth person to send the answer, the correct answer, to my email inbox will receive that prize. Get to get. Before I end, I want to start sharing some positive moments in the podcast. I feel like sometimes we're, we're in this world of negativity, um, especially now, and I don't want that to be a thing. So I want to start ending on a positive note. So individuals that have emailed me and said something positive about the podcast, I'm going to promote you. I'm going to read your email. So I'm going to read this email. It is from Gustavia Clark. She is a secretary here at uh, Student Services Center, and she's honestly like a breath of fresh air. If you have not met her, please meet her. She's amazing. Um, her email to me was, hey, Caption America, oops, my bad, Superman. And you know why she said Superman is because I have this amazing cape. Look at that. Ow. Got this from psychologist Jamie Olson and Stephen Reef, because uh, I went to bat for them for some RTC issues, and they got me this lovely cape, and I fly around the office with it, uh, pretending that I am Superman. Uh, just don't, you know, kill my vibe. But her email continues to say, I wanted to say an excellent job on those podcasts. I actually created a quick reference guide from all that knowledge that you gave popping off on there. Thanks, Gustavia. Your kind words really mean a lot. Um, and I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I appreciate everyone that's listening to this podcast. If you're listening right now and you have time, please go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, I think Breaker, Anchor. There's a whole bunch. Please rate, review, and subscribe. 
I'd appreciate it. So would Mesa Public Schools Special Education Department. I feel like we give out some good content. There's some valuable information here, even from me. That was, that was a joke. That was a joke, guys. Come on. Okay. Well, I'd like to just wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving with whatever you're doing. Um, I hope it's filled with friends, family, food, and dessert. Um, for those that can't see family, that's me. Um, they're all back in New York. During this quarantine time, I'm not, I'm not even going to flirt with that idea of going home, so I'm just going to fly solo, have a Friendsgiving, keep it low-key, get caught up on some stuff. I think we all, we're all about right there, because just think about it, one month, holiday break, a little bit earlier than that, but you get the idea. Thank you for listening. Have a great holiday, guys. Bye.